Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Thank you for joining me on the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal today. Yay! So happy to see you all jumping here in the in the Liberty First chat room on our YouTube live video. I always love to see you guys jumping in on the um, on the on the Facebook premieres that we have when we run the Facebook premieres. And I love hearing where you guys are from. And John says he's trucking in Cal in the California Central Valley and Bay Area. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when our truckers come online. You know, I didn't realize how many of our truck drivers, our transportation experts, are out there getting their liberty fill that uh, from from the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. So many people out there. So great, great to uh, hear from you guys. And uh, if you're listening right now, give me a whoop whoop. <laughs> That's something, you know, I mean, it's, it is just so great. I'm, I'm glad to see uh, that our, our transportation experts are at work and still trying to keep the American economy on life support. Danny, I have no idea who the bluegrass musician is on the front bumper. That's one of our free, uh, one of the free music th files that they let us use. If we use anything else, uh, then YouTube gives us a copyright violation, even though we are clearly within the fair use doctrine uh, in uh, not violating anybody's copyrights. But I'm sorry, I have no idea who's playing that song. We only do it because it's copyright free. There we go, Wa Eastern Washington, man. You guys are on the, Eastern Washington's on the free side of Washington, Western Washington, God bless y'all. And those of you who are in Olympia, Washington, well, let's just say our prayers go out to you. Wow, look at all these California people joining us today. People always tell me California needs to fall in the ocean. You have no idea. If you're not plugged in, you have no idea how many liberty-loving patriots there are in California. Oh my goodness. We have spent so much time teaching in Northern California. My goodness, I've even taught in Bakersfield, California, the LA area. And uh, we've taught in Sacramento several times, Yuma, Redding, and even north of that. We're just, I love the California, the California patriots. Uh, there are a lot of patriots on the west side of the United States. And I think that we have a lot of patriots on the west side of the United States because we have so much federal oppression on the west side of the United States. You know, the federal government has taken over so much of the uh, western states land and the western states resources, co-opting even ways of life. And so I want you guys to, to, to just simply realize there are people in California that are actually fighting for their lives. And maybe you can get a, a, a feel of that today. 
I want to let you know won't be staying on the air for a full hour here tonight because I have an interview tonight that starts at 7 o'clock, so I have to be uh, plugged into their network by 6.55. But I promise you we're going to make this a packed show because I want to bring you things that you're not seeing anywhere else. I want you to see where this is going. You know, somebody somebody once told me it's always somebody else's fight until you get punched in the eye. Just envision yourself on a, you know, in a schoolyard and there's a big brawl going around on and you know that whole schoolyard that schoolyard fight vision where there's a big circle of people and two people are fighting in the middle and and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody accidentally gets punched, then they're in it. I think it might be better to think of a barroom fight, right? Two, two people fighting in the barroom, and the next thing you know, everybody's in it, right? Everybody's in it. And so what I hope that we can see through all of this is that everybody in America is being punched in the eye right now. Those of you who are uh, plugged into our Liberty Gear you know, JC and I have been fighting uh, to get our Liberty Gear back up on the uh, Chris Ann Hall Liberty Gear store. I don't know. I, this is why I believe this is a spiritual attack, because I don't think that this T-shirt company actually has any grudge about us. They certainly don't have any grudge about what it is that we're, you know, our T-shirts say, surely. Uh, I've seen crazier T-shirts on, on their website. But, I, I, like I said, it's just spiritual. So, those of you plugged into our, our Liberty First Gear store know we've been having problems. JC is fixing that. He is also coming up with new t-shirt ideas. He's told me that he's actually thinking about transferring to a new flat platform, but we'll keep you up on that. We need to get dressed in Liberty. We need to, to speak out and speak up. Not just simply with our voices, but with our clothes. You know, you can't get, you, you got to get, stay six feet away from somebody or you're going to get arrested. Why not wear the message on your body? There's a, a lot of things going on. Hey, you know what? Elaine says she's in Illinois. Your, your, your state. Seriously, I don't think that California holds the title on, on what's, crazy in, in, in American society anymore. Illinois, Virginia, goodness gracious. There are even counties in Texas, for Pete's sakes, that have lost their ever-loving minds. I'm going to show you a video today uh, from, from uh, Greenville, Mississippi, of all places. You know, way down south in the land of Dixie, even. I, I don't this is this is absolutely beyond compare. Let me give you a little bit of entertainment for a moment while uh, while we gear up to get a little bit more serious. So I can, uh, yeah, that's not the one that I want. Ah, wrong one. Look at these little setting things. There we go. We'll use this one. Ready? Here we go. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. 
Where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country? Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans, are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And that's the cleanest version of George Carlin you will ever hear. But seriously, think about that. What would, what would George Carlin be saying right now about what's going on in America with this coronavirus stuff? Seriously, when you have a comedian that can make it that clear, right to the point, I... I, I, I you know, that just shows you how crazy we have become in America. So now that you've got your comic relief, let me go ahead and share with you what is happening in, in uh, uh, Green, what happened last night in Greenville, Mississippi. Now let me just preface this with, I posted this earlier today, and when I posted it, I posted it along with the... Um, phone number to the Greenville Police Department. Apparently, the Greenville Police Department is not very happy with me. But hey, look, your public officials, your phone number's on your website, you're doing a public act, you ought to be publicly accountable, don't you think? So here you go, and, oh, no, we'll do this one. Uh, yeah, there we go. Are you ready? Uh, this is Greenville, Mississippi. Yesterday, why is it doing it that way? Never mind, I don't know. We'll pull it this way. Uh, Greenville, Mississippi, yes, last night during a church service. Here you go. She saw how they handled themselves. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, sir? If I can see your license, I'm giving you an opportunity. Ah, buffering, buffering. Way to go. Way to go. Okay. Do, 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 do. Let's see if we can just go ahead and start it over and if we won't buffer again. She saw how they handled themselves. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, sir? If I can see your license, I'm giving you an opportunity to move uh, city ordinance right now. Uh, give us citations. This is a gathering, even though. You're in your vehicle, if I can see your license, So I want you guys to pay attention to something right here. Um, notice the officer has some kind of makeshift thing around his face, but he has no gloves on his hands. So, I mean, that's something that the guy is going to bring up. But uh, if you didn't hear that clearly, what the officer said was, uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to move and uh, you, even though this is a gathering and in your car, you're violating the stay-at-home order. Let's keep watching. This is a gathering, even though you're in your vehicle. If I can see your license, sir. I'll give you opportunity to move now. The minister went to the house of the Lord. The way the servants went to the house of the Lord. Listen, it was something to me. You know, I just love to go to church. The church. Jesus. Love 
So even though the governor said twice today that you can't stop in parking lot church services, y'all still going to try to stop it? I'm not aware of this. We was not to comply. they forcing us to make human contact. Makes a lot of sense. Somewhere right now in the city of Greenville, real crime is going on. They got half of the police squad in Temple Baptist Church. 70 and 80 year old people, that's, most of them's never even had a speeding ticket. But this is a better use of Greenville's resources. A retired nurse. Never bothered nobody. Being threatened to go to jail for going to church. Yes, sir, here's your license. All right. I need your signature here. Is this an official ticket? Yes, it's an official ticket. Yeah, you get a copy. Your court date, 8 June of 2020 at 9 a.m. at 302 Main Street. Thanks, sir. You have a blessed night. Just handed a ticket by a man with no gloves. Gave me an ink pen to sign it. He was not wearing gloves. We was complying 100% with the governor's ordinance on COVID-19, and they come and force us not to comply. They force us to make human contact. Your city dollars at work for you. Well, there you have it. Oops, wrong button, sorry. There you have it. This is full out communism in America. And I'm not quite sure at this point anyone could even argue that this is not an attack on the church. Seriously, I don't think, how could anybody even begin to even argue that this is not an attack on the church? You have drive-in restaurants. You can drive up to your grocery store. You can drive up to your, uh, you know, in many places. You can drive up to the uh, pharmacy. But you can't drive up to your church with your windows rolled up in your little bubble without making the without having an officer show up with no gloves, make you roll down the window. Now I want you to know that officer went into multiple vehicles, handed multiple people the same pen, breathing his air in and out of multiple vehicles. Oh, but he had a mask on, right? But he took the air from every other vehicle, all the germs from everybody else's hands. This is, this is Soviet tyranny. And I know that ticks some people off, but you're not going to be able to get that uh, away from that argument. The governor of Mississippi went on the air yesterday twice encouraging people to have uh, church, drive up church. And these officers handed out tickets, $500 a pop. Not only everybody in the car, they gave them to the pastor and his wife as well, who were not even outside. They were broadcasting over a radio channel. I hope that Americans are really, really, really getting fed up with this. I hope that our fuse is growing shorter and shorter. Our patience is growing thinner and thinner.
And I hope that people see they're being punched in the eye. Let me show you uh, this one. This is a great one. Uh, Former police officer arrested in the park for throwing a ball with his daughter because they were not social distancing. Come on, people. We're not social distancing. I simply cannot comprehend how you can throw a ball with someone and not be social distancing. In an incident caught on video, former Colorado state trooper said he was handcuffed in front of his six-year-old daughter near an, uh, on a near-empty softball field Sunday uh, Brighton, by Brighton police officers enforcing social distancing. And then the department apologized Tuesday afternoon, calling the incident an overreach by our police officers. Mooney, the guy that was arrested, said we were just having a good time, not near anybody else. The next closest person was at least 15 feet away from me and my daughter at this point. So you know somebody called. You know somebody snitched. I used to think. I used to wonder. I wonder if what we have here today is noticeable to the people of America that it's nearly identical to what's happening, what happened in the Soviet Union during the communist takeover. I wonder if people notice this. This whole idea of turning people in. We've talked about this on the show a ton of times. Pavel Morozov, the little boy legend in Russia during the Stalin administration, who actually, let me see if I can pull this up while I'm talking to you about this. Uh, let me, yeah, we can do this one here. Uh, the little boy legend in during the Stalin administration who was made a hero about uh, for being a uh, turning his parents in for being anti-communist sympathizer. Pavlik Morozov. Okay, let me see if I can get this up on the full page. There we go. Yeah, I know it's Wikipedia. But nonetheless, this is the official Soviet portrait right there of Pavlik Morozov, uh, known in, in, by, by nickname of Pavel. He's wearing the young pioneer's red scarf, and he was a hero. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't have corona. He was, a, was known as a hero in the Soviet Union. Because as a 13-year-old boy, he turned in his father to the authorities for being an anti-communist 
sympathizer, and then he was quote unquote killed by his family for being a traitor. All this stuff where you're supposed to turn in your neighbors, neighbors, about being outside, oops, wrong, there you go. All these things about turning in your neighbors, about being outside, is strictly from the Communist Manifesto. I would say that video of the people, people are asking me, Christiane, what, you, what would you have done if you were in the vehicle, sitting in your vehicle having that church service? You want to know what Chrisanne Hall would have done? I actually, I, I, I'm actually in agreement with my husband. You know, JC's not here. If he'd been here, he'd be like, yeah, I agree. This is what we do. We'd have just sat there and listened. I wouldn't have rolled down my window. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not breaking any law. I would not have rolled down my window. I would have simply sat there and pretended like I didn't even know who he was. Didn't even see him there. They would have to pull me out of the vehicle, bust the window, and drag me through the vehicle while my husband videotaped it. Or, <coughs> excuse me, or... Um, or, you know, they'd have drug JC out the window. But we certainly would. I'm not taking any citation. There is no way. They would have to pull me out of the vehicle, put me in cuffs, and take me to jail. I got no obligation to roll down my window. I'm not committing a crime. I'm sitting on private property. And I'm not driving. As a matter of fact, here's what I would do. I, once we pulled into the church... And if you're going to go to a drive-in church service this weekend, here's what you need to do. You need to pull into the drive-in service. You need to take your keys out of the car and lay them on the dash. Because if the keys aren't in the vehicle, the engine isn't running, and you're not driving, forget it. Now, does that mean the officer's not going to try to yank you out of the car and, and, give you a, and take you to jail? I can't tell you what these people are doing because this officer had absolutely no jurisdiction to write the citation that he did. None whatsoever. I want to see. I want to see an officer draw a firearm on people in a vehicle who are sitting in a church service. No, cat. I don't have, uh, I, my temperature is just fine. I don't need an ankle bracelet. And I am not, uh, I've not gotten a corona. Got no corona here. Isn't that crazy? Having a dry throat while you're talking used to be a no-brainer until corona. My goodness, you know what? We're about to enter into High time allergy season. People who have allergies are going to be like lepers in America. The minute you sneeze, your neighbor is going to turn you in for coronavirus. Now, I used to think that, you know, like Stephen's talking about jury nullification. I, I, I would think, hey, if I'm, I'm in my vehicle and I'm listening to the church service and I'm all by myself, and we're in our family bubble, I want a jury trial. But then I started thinking, I don't even think I can trust a jury at this point. People have just lost their ever-loving minds. 
I'm just wondering, when is enough going to be enough? When you've got a police officer arrested for playing ball, violation of social distancing rules. This, and I don't like this whole idea that he says, uh, you know, the, the department apologized calling the incident an overreach by our police officers. Can somebody please tell me what kind of training these officers are getting? Now, obviously, the Greenville Police Department can't take that excuse. You know, sorry, this was an overreach because there were actually uh, multiple police officers in that parking lot going around. You could see the video. What I gave you was a two-minute clip of the video. If you go to my Facebook page, or go to my, yeah, go to my Facebook page, you can see the whole video. It's like eight minutes. And you can see there are officers, multiple officers going up to vehicles. So Greenville Police Department can't say, oops, this was just a a few errant officers that didn't understand that the governor said it was okay. Oh, goodness gracious, God help us. I don't know. Call me crazy. What are, what, what are we doing here? I'm trying to show you what's going on in America today. Here we have on my husband's Instagram page, two black men who, are, uh, who were uh, turned in, somebody called the cops on them in Wood River, Illinois. Police forced two black shoppers from Walmart out of the store. Do you want to know why? Because they were wearing masks. So apparently, Illinois governor can put, can threaten people with $500 fines and imprisonment for not wearing a mask. But if you're black and wearing a mask, then you got to leave a store. You can't, you can't hang around. You can't do anything, you know, black while wearing mask. This stuff is just completely un, out, out of control. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that it gets crazier. I really am. Because I've come to the conclusion that none of this is going to change unless the people start feeling the pinch. Until people start feeling uncomfortable. Until people start realizing just how out of control this really is. I mean, here in Hillsborough County, 52 in the whole county of people, with 1.4 million people in the county, 1.4 million people in our county. There are 52 people in the hospital with coronavirus. 14 in intensive care. Out of 1.4 million people. And the entire county board of county commissioners have lost their ever-loving mind. Les Miller. There's going to be bodies in the streets. I hope the hospital is prepared to deal with all the stuff that's going on. Oh, goodness gracious. All I got to say is that God is way, way more patient than I am.
Seriously. Kata, thank you so much. Kata threw out there a message to the Super Chat Challenge. Match up to $20. Go. Kata says, give Chris Ann a Super Chat of $20 and she will match it. How exciting. <laughs> We've got the best people. Look at us. They're, they're, uh, they're buffering me today. So I hope that you guys can, can last through the buffers. Can I tell you this is probably this whole buffering censorship stuff is is going to get worse. As they push everybody to online services, they're going to tell you that the bandwidth can't handle all the traffic, right? They'll tell the churches you can only have service on the internet. And then they'll say, well, we've got so many people online. The bandwidth can't handle it. So I'm sorry about the buffering. But now you're going to have to keep your services confined to this point of time. You know, maybe you've got to sign up. You have your service at this time. You have your service at that time. We have our service at this time. And, and then you have to stay within this time frame so the system isn't overloaded. Right? Sorry. <coughs> I usually have a glass of water here with me and I forgot. <coughs> Talking for an hour can really dry out your throat. So, <coughs> sorry, I don't mean for that to be loud. <coughs> but hey, what's with us? It looks like that I'm looking at Twitter, I'm looking at my, my YouTube feed right now, and it looks like it keeps buffering. So if you guys are in the chat room, uh, we can understand that uh, we're buffering. And we're going to keep going. We have a few more minutes before I do have to go. So there's a couple things that I want to show you. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and close this out. And we'll close this out so that we know that we're not clogging up the Internet, that this is just YouTube doing what they do to make sure they... By the way, <clears throat> YouTube has been flagging our videos as offensive. So... Um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering. Our friend Frank was all already deemed offensive so that he can't take any more super chats. He can't take any more donations through his YouTube. And so they've deemed him completely offensive. I'm not quite sure what exactly is going on uh, different between what I do and what Frank does. I think Frank is a little bit more... Uh, <laughs> Kata says, virtual burden from Kentucky. And oh, and did I call you a he or a she? I don't know. It's, if I call you he, it's a gender neutral thing, just because I don't know. But virtual bourbon from, uh, from Kentucky for my cough. Thank you very much. The virtual bourbon, maybe the real stuff is a no-go for me. But here we go. Um, where are we? Chrisanne's getting distracted. Oh, I wanted to show you this. You know that I've been working with Liberty Council. Goodness gracious, there we go. I've been working with Liberty Council on the defense of our pastor that was arrested. Now, Governor DeSantis issued an executive order, uh, 2091, that said attending religious services in churches, synagogues, and houses of worship is an essential activity. And so, 
Liberty Council is asking everybody to uh, who lives in Florida. Now I know a lot of you aren't in Florida, but Liberty Council wanted you to s sign on to this letter so that they can post it and send the name of your church and your name to the governor along with this letter to say thank you. Now I would mention to you, just from my own personal perspective, I don't think you have to be from Florida because here's the thing. What our governors do inevitably influence other governors. So Governor DeSantis declaring churches, synagogues, and worship services as essential services could definitely have an impact on what your governor does. Not only that, I will tell you from a legal perspective, especially if your case goes all the way to the Supreme Court, the fact that some governors are calling churches essential and allowing churches, oh, it's hard to say that out loud, and, and recognizing churches as essential and allowing people to do this, have service, is going to have an impact on the overall legal case. Because the fact that some governors are and some governors aren't, and that the governors are, are not going to see a spike in coronavirus, is going to, number one, have a strong impact on the, legal, on the legality of governors who say no. It's also going to have an impact across America. Seeing places open, seeing places work, and people not getting sicker. Thank you guys for your $20 super chats. Whoop, whoop, whoo. Thank you guys for your encouragement today. Man, I can't, <clears throat> the one day I don't have a glass of water and JC's not here to help me. Oh, look what I have. I have my colloidal silver throat lozenge. There we go. Hey, we're social distancing anyway, so you don't have to be afraid of my cough. Thank you guys so much for your, your, your super chat encouragements, Kata and uh, Kata1034. And Donovan Jewett says, everybody keep it going in the house from Central Washington. Donovan, is Central Washington, is it communist like Western Washington? Are you guys close enough to Eastern Washington that you're not really going crazy yet? It hasn't spread to you yet. That'd be very interesting. Val, Val, thank you for your $20 super chat, keeping the love flowing. You guys are awesome. I know some of you don't like the super chat because YouTube keeps some of the money. But we have other ways that you can donate. You can donate, uh, you can donate through our anchor support system. But the on, to be honest with you, uh, even on our website, chrisannhall.com, where you hit the donate button, that goes through PayPal, and they always keep a percentage. So anybody that, that sends you money, that gives you money or has a service for money is going to have some kind of a fee associated with that. The only way to get around that is to send us a check. And you send us a check to P.O. Box 26, Wellburn, Florida, 
32094. P.O. Box 26, Wellborn, W-E-L-L-B-O-R-N, Florida, 32094. And so if you want to support us that way, you can do that too. So I wanted to show you one more thing before we go. COVID-19 public alert system. Two more things before we go. Sorry. Thank you for reminding me. COVID-19 public alert system and immunity ID band could save lives. Now, this goes in the category of hell no, right along with the officer telling me to roll down my window while I'm sitting in the parking lot of my church. So COVID-19 public alert system, an ID band, LifeKey has introduced a new technology that could help prevent the spread of COVID-19 in your community. And here's the key, people. This is the catch. And help people get back to work and travel post-quarantine. See, this is how they're going to make you swallow this tyranny. A spoonful of economy makes the tyranny go down. Yeah, there you go. It's good for the economy. It's good for getting people back to work. It's good for getting people back to travel. Travel, travel, travel. And uh, let me put this back up here on the thing. P.O. Box 26, Wellburn, Florida. 32094. There you go. 32094. Put that up in the chat room for you. Thank you, Tara, for asking me to do that. That's up there. So that's how they sell all this stuff to us. That's how that's how Hitler got what he got, right? Hitler was able to sell people his tyranny to improve the economy. And that's how they're going to get us too. Unless we can make people educated unless we can make them see the reality then this is going to be our reality we have already built a secure hipaa compliant platform for you to store and share your personal medical data when it's most needed this said life key ceo jason kinsler this was the logical next step for us that uh, for us that can potentially save lives in the process. Life Key Immunity Bands helps people get back to work, travel, and daily life by enabling easy contactless sharing of up-to-date COVID-19 immunity status. How about that? Immunity status. By simply tapping the smart wristband, with, a, with the, the smart wristband, with a smartphone, business operators and employers can instantly see whether a patron or employee is cleared for entry by a registered U.S. physician who has vaccinated and or tested the person for COVID-19 or its resultant antibodies. I just, you see what this is. This is how the mandatory vaccination testing is employed. You see, you don't have to do everything with force. If you dangle a dollar in front of somebody's face, we'll get you back to work. In order to get on the airplane, 
It's not just a real ID anymore. You've got to have your COVID ID bracelet or your chip in your arm that makes sure that people know you're safe to travel. This sounds like something from a sci-fi movie, doesn't it? Let's make sure you're safe to travel. Have your COVID bracelet on. A secure HIPAA. Yeah, at this point in time, I'm, I'm worried about a HIPAA violation. You're going to make me wear a bracelet or have some kind of electronic chip in my arm. See, there's a bunch of people that won't take a chip in their arm. They'll be like, oh, that's the mark of the beast. But then you'll have your false Christians out there who don't realize that the mark of the beast is about a, a system, a checking system. And they'll say, oh, well, it's not in my, you know, it's not a chip in my wrist. It's just a bracelet. And they'll be okay. They'll be all right. You know, it's not on my forehead. It's on my wrist. So it can't be the mark of the beast. And then you'll have all these forced Christians who actually say, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about this. This is okay. We've got to keep everybody safe. You can't come in our church unless you have a bracelet. Come on, people. A life key bracelet. How many are going to sign up for the life key bracelet? Show up on your smartphone. This was my favorite part, by the way. Cleared for entry by a registered U.S. physician. Do you know how offensive those terms are right there? A registered, cleared for entry, registered U.S. physician. We, we only want physicians that are registered. We only want physicians that will toe the government line, that will give people permission as long as they follow our rules. We can't have just any physician doing this. Any physician with this kind of authority could mean that they could just be handing this stuff out. This is just absolutely, absolutely insane. Well, it's just about time for me to go, guys, today. I wanted to share with you, uh, we have, we have uh, um, Amy's article up on the website. Remember Amy's article that I did yesterday? If you didn't hear Amy's article yesterday, go back and listen to yesterday's show, but it's right there on chrisannhall.com. ChrisAnnHall.com. If you go to ChrisAnnHall.com, this is what you'll see. Then you need to scroll down. These are all the radio, uh, all of our broadcasts. Then scroll down a little bit further. You get the latest articles. Boy, this one's gone viral. Our shelter-in-place things of kings has gone really viral. Uh, and a vision of America in 2021. This is Amy's article, and I am sharing it all over the. Uh, social media platforms that I have and that's where you can share it too. So thank you everybody for your super chats today. Thank you for supporting us. Remember you can support us through Anchor Support. You can support us through chrisannhall.com and you can really without without spending a dime you can support us by sharing the shows. I mean share them every day. Share the same ones every day. Do you know different people see your feed every day? 
So even if you post the same thing a couple days in a row, different people see it. And so uh, you can help us by just simply sharing, getting the education at Liberty First University. That's a great way to help us get the education at Liberty First University because then you can be a, a preacher of the truth yourself. Well, thank you so much for your time, guys. I'm going to go be on the air. Those of you who are in Illinois, right, by the way, I did a very unique recording yesterday that is now being pushed through the Illinois Newswire by an independent Newswire source talking about how the coronavirus response and social and uh, stay-at-home orders are unconstitutional. So if you're Illinois and you hear our Newswire, you see the video on your Newswire, let us know. I'd love to see how far and wide it went and which, which broadcast people were actually brave enough to, to, to preach some truth. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us again today. We'll be back tomorrow. And guess what? Uh, guess what? Uh, JC will hopefully be back next week when we have a new mic. God bless you guys. See you later.